Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Monday, November 7th, 2022. This is the day before election day, the midterm elections, which are tomorrow. And don't you love just being an American? I love it. I'm kind of a nerd and I get excited for election season. I get excited for election day and I am indeed hoping for a red wave. It's sad that nowadays, when you think about it, it's, it's no longer just election day. It's like election week or months because they've, they've turned normal legal voting in person at the polling place into this months-long process through the mail. But be that as it may, it is an exciting week. We need to be praying and we need to be voting. And so today we're going to go from elections to some reporting on crime with some other scattered items that I haven't gotten to. By the way, welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. And as I said, it is election, election week. Because we don't know when the voting's gonna, the counting's gonna stop. You know, I will say I'm a little weary of this. The Emperor's New Clothes with Elections. You guys know that old fable where no one wants to tell the Emperor that his new majestic robes are actually him walking around naked. That, that's the basic story of the Emperor's New Clothes. The Emperor comes up with this new wardrobe idea. And he here's his new wardrobe. He walks around the kingdom naked. And everybody goes up to the emperor and says, oh, wow, because they don't want to offend him. Love your new outfit. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And everybody plays this game as though he's really wearing these new majestic robes that he designed himself. And in reality, he's walking around naked. Nobody wants to tell him. It's the same thing with elections. I find it hysterical that you, you see these articles on Bongino Report. You hear the talking heads on the news, on the radio. CNN's getting worried. The Democrats are worried about a possible Republican red wave. The GOP is expecting a Democrat bloodbath. But in the background of all of that, I want to scream and I want to say, who actually thinks elections are secure and fair? Now, I started out the show by saying, I love being an American. I love Election Day. It's, it's just a patriotic experience every fall this time of year when it comes around. And now I'm being pessimistic and say, there's no such thing as fair elections anyway. It, it's both and. It's not one or the other. There are still elections going on. And, and I think that there are, in certain jurisdictions and around the country, legal, fair elections going on. But by and large, my point is this. We have to face the writing on the wall. That is, unless we fix what went on in 2020 and put in some massive voter reform across this country, we're going to continue having, on the other side of the argument, where I said there are some jurisdictions with fair elections going on right now, there's still the the huge reality looming in the room, the elephant in the room, so to speak, the emperor's new clothes, the emperor's dressed naked, and nobody wants to say it, that elections are not secure everywhere. In many places, they are not. And there is massive fraud. We have to stop acting like there isn't massive fraud. 
and it's extremely dangerous. And it's like we've moved past 2020. Now we're in 2022, and people are like, oh, yeah, wonder what's going to happen this time. I know what's going to happen. The Dems are going to cheat. Let me repeat what Biden already told us about to set this up from the post-millennial. Uh, I think it was last week, he delivered another uh, Trump MAGA terrorist speech. And he said this, in some cases, we won't know the winner of the election for a few days until after a few days after the election. There it is, setting it up to say, you know, we're just not going to know till we tally all the fraudulent votes and make it go the way we want. This from the post-millennial this week, I guess maybe it was yesterday What's his name? Todd. Is it from MSNBC? Chuck Todd. I forget what station he's on. Chuck Todd says we probably won't know midterm results on election night. Of course. Of course. Even though we're all counting down to Tuesday, let's be realistic, Todd said. It's highly unlikely. We will not know the full results of the midterms on election night. Todd then referenced the election of 2020, when many states did not have their results tallied over 80% during the night of the election, mostly because those states were still collating ballots from early voting. Whatever the excuse is, 2020 has set this pattern, and Chuck Todd from, from mainstream media is continuing this narrative. Oh, we saw it in 2020. Now that's just the uh, modus operandi. It's the uh, state of affairs in America. We, we talk about this as though 2020 wasn't a horrible anomaly and we have to move away from that. No, now 2020 has set up the new narrative that, yeah, no, 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 nobody gets their counting done beyond 80% on election night. He goes on, by 6 a.m. the day after election day 2020, look at all the battleground states where we were not at 95%, let alone 99%. Great. So that's the new norm. The new norm. The votes just aren't counted. Remember, guys? And so now we're supposed to live in this, in this uh, cultural spirit of the age now, the zeitgeist or, or the, 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 the air we breathe now in America is that just elections just aren't over till arbitrary, capricious dates when politicians and bureaucrats and, and uh, election ballot counters just randomly decide, okay, we're done counting and here's the winner. Guys, that's dangerous. Great news from Hot Air. This was last week. Voter registration has been a disaster. Democrats have lost 330,000 voters in Florida. Now, this is why, on the other side, I'm positive about the state of affairs, because if there are true and free and fair elections in many or most jurisdictions, it will be a red wave. Of course. Look at these stats from Florida. Since the 2020 election, Dems have lost more than 330,000 registered voters in the state while GOP registrations have surged. That's incredible. That used to be a swing state. It is totally red. As of last month, there were 5.3 million registered Republicans and just under 5 million Democrats in Florida, making the first time, marking the first time in state history that the GOP will carry a voter advantage on election day. And now Florida has as many or more electoral votes than New York. Republicans have picked up where Trump left off, by the way, 
That's the power of MAGA, and that's the power of Trump. Make no mistake, the reason Florida looks the way it does now is because of Trump. More than half of GOP gains in registered voters can be attributed to the 58,000 new Hispanic voters who checked Republican on their forms. Democrats, though, are bleeding support from these communities. The party saw a net loss of more than 46,000 Hispanic voters. Why? Because MAGA wins. That's my commentary. It's also worth noting that Republicans saw a slight but sizable uptick of black registered voters in the past two years, while Democrats lost more than 71,000, a quarter of which came from Miami-Dade. And this is also being reported that this might be the first time in two decades Republicans carry Miami-Dade County in Florida, which is normally a a, uh, nucleus for Democrat votes and corruption. Now, why is this amazing? This is amazing because I've been saying, conservatives have been saying, Trump supporters have been saying, the success of Trump is that he enacted, he articulated and enacted conservative policy, pro-America policy to such an extent that he showed us how to broaden the umbrella of the Republican party, party, to siphon votes and supporters away from the Democrats and to redefine the, the political climate, the political conflict. It's not just the party of rich white elitists, which is so absurd that they've tried to uh, position the Republican Party as for so long, and the Democrats are for the little guy. Not at all. The Republican Party's for the little guy, and the Democrats are for the elites. All right. I said I would mention some crime stuff, and this shows the big difference between the two parties. This is laughable if it wasn't so tragic. The post-millennial, as crime surges, Eric Adams tells New Yorkers subway safety is up to them. This was like last week, I think. Eric Adams, governor of New York, said, I think that you were right, he's in an interview, about not having your iPods in, not focusing on the phone. And I do the same. And we put out a video and information telling people about being aware of what's around them and what's taking place. I encourage New Yorkers to do that. Do you hear that? The implication from a liberal Democrat governor of New York City, not even implication, his, his way of dealing with crime, his strategy, his solution is everybody really watch your back on the subway. Look around, be alert, and don't use your phones. Don't put your iPods in. <laughs> so in other words, crime is up to you guys. Even though it's skyrocketing and you might get mugged on the subway, just you know, be real strategic in how you look around and don't use your phone. That's the solution. This is ridiculous. Meanwhile, the, the citizen is not allowed to carry any firearms in New York for self-defense. So defend yourselves by being alert and vigilant, but you have no weapons. And let's hope you don't get mugged because we are not going to prosecute crime. It's, it's, it's absurd. And also this, Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago, demands a f- five, five pay raise as Chicago crime rates spiral out of control. So the mayor of Chicago, liberal Democrat Lori Lightfoot, wants a pay increase, even though this, she's looking for it as violent crime in Chicago have increased by 37% since last year. So I don't know, it's like every five years or something, they reevaluate the salaries for the public, public employees in Chicago, something like that. But how hysterical that she wants a pay raise when she's the chief executive of Chicago and crime rate is out of control. Again, the difference between the two parties. And look at this. Parkland, Florida shooter Nicholas Cruz 
killed 17, I think the number was 17 victims in that Florida shooting at the high school. Remember that a couple years ago? And he gets life in prison. No death penalty. So as we are on the cusp of the November 8th, 2020 election, 2022 election, notice the difference between the parties. The Dems are the party of fraud and they are party of essentially pro-crime, no cops, no prosecution. And the Republicans are the party of law and order. That guy in Parkland, he should be, I'm sorry to say, executed prime time for the world to see and take notice that that kind of murder and massacre is not permitted in the civil society. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. It's not about party preference, but it's about the real, ethical, philosophical distinctions between two contrasting worldviews. That's what's at stake, so get out tomorrow and vote.